This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. They've been hacked, a major data breach that's been reported by the U.S. Marshals Service. And then COVID-19, the tug of war of how did it get started? It is not answered, my friends, although the U.S. government, shockingly, maybe not so, isn't on the same page as the rest. Hey, everybody. Kate Delaney, just another day in paradise. Hopefully, you are feeling it wherever you are, even if you're a little brrr, chilly, because uh, certainly there are frigid temperatures and a lot of frozen lakes and a lot of shoveling that's being done across the United States. All right, let's start first with COVID-19, because after all, it did take over our lives for so many years, and there are still people that are struggling with what they call long covid and what the after effects are after getting COVID maybe once, twice, and even three times, but surviving it. So the White House is saying, yeah, there's not a consensus on the origins of COVID-19. So wait a minute on this report from the U.S. Department of Energy. I talked about this the other day. If you missed it, let me recap for you. The Department of Energy concluded the pandemic most likely started after an unintentional lab leak in China. Where have you heard that before? It was initially billed as a conspiracy when there was conversation about that's what happened. So according to the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, the department's conclusion was made with what they call low confidence, meaning the level of certainty wasn't that high because see this is what happens in government when when there's an investigation especially on this massive scale like that there's the call around the room of who's involved in it how much confidence do you have in that and then it's pretty hard to walk down that plank and say i have high confidence so check this out national security council spokesperson john kirby said there isn't a consensus in the government about how this started there's just not an intelligence community consensus so he wouldn't confirm the reporting by the wsj and the new york times on the department of energy's conclusion which is what the two very different papers talked about this in fact conclusion so the situation of course is creating some backlash for the Biden administration from members of the scientific community and other places who are pressing the idea that the virus was of natural origin. The two top theories of the COVID-19 pandemic in China, we know them, right? I know you could repeat them after me. You are silently saying it to yourselves. The virus jumped from animals to humans at a wet market. Or that it was accidentally leaked from a lab where researchers were stuttering, studying uh, coronaviruses. They wish they were studying stuttering. But no, studying coronavirus. Either theory or neither theory really had enough evidence to be labeled as conclusive. Kirby said that the Biden administration 
specifically Biden, asked the government to investigate how the pandemic started so that we can better prevent a future pandemic. And that was the purpose. And then he added this. We're not there yet. If we have something that is conclusive, if it's ready to be briefed to the American people in the Congress, then we're going to do that. In other words, I don't think they're too happy that that Department of Energy report leaked out because it's now started this conversation. See, it came from a lab. It came from a lab in Wuhan that wasn't cockamamie when that was suggested. That's where it originated. I mean, and I get it. Listen, I, we need to know exactly what happened. How can we this many years later not know what happened? Because again, that word of consensus and confidence is really tough when you're in a big seat to completely throw your weight to because of what the backlash would be. You know, what do you think? Was it started in a market? Was it passed from an animal to human, which we know has happened in the past? Or did it, in fact, originate in the lab? I do think it's significant. I do think we should know exactly what COVID's origins were because anything that we can prevent in this direction is a very good, good thing for all of us. A very, very, very good thing. All right, I got to throw this in because it is the season for taxes. I'm sure if you've watched any tube at all, You've heard lots of tax commercials. We've had some big people from H&R Block and other arenas on to talk about things to watch out for and what to look for and some resources. So more than half of Social Security recipients pay or soon will taxes on their benefits, right? And that's, of course, going to increase in the years that are coming up if you look at where we are as far as demographics are in our country. So millions of seniors become eligible for either Social Security or whatever the other benefits are. They call them Tier 1 Railroad Retirement Benefits. After working for decades, paying taxes on their income, funding, you know, that funds federal programs, that's about then paying the taxes on the benefits you get. So what's interesting is before the 80s, before 84, seniors' Social Security was exempt from federal taxes. I have to tell you, I didn't, I didn't know that, but a law that changed, you know, a a law that year changed the rules, making anybody who has an income of up to 34,000 eligible to pay taxes on up to 50% of their benefits. And those making over 34,000 have to pay taxes of up to 85% of their benefits. So for married couples do the math that the benefits, uh, the taxes there up to 85% hit automatically when a joint return shows 44000 or more in income. Ay, ay, ay. So critics of the law say retirees are paying a double tax. We've talked about this before, too. And thresholds for income were established in the 80s, updated in the early 90s, but never, ever indexed for Inflation. Do you think that there's a big concern about doing that right now? Um, yes, there is not. Only, only a few people are stepping into that arena about having to do it. In fact, just last year, there was legislation that was introduced called You Earned It, You Keep It Act. That sounds good to me. 
You earned it, you keep it. So it would eliminate federal taxes on Social Security. There was even, and you know, it was a Democrat who introduced that. And then there was a Republican who introduced another bill. And it was called Senior Citizens Tax Elimination Act. And that would assist middle-class seniors by eliminating the unjust double tax on Social Security benefits. And, you know, this goes back to Ron Paul. Yes, Congressman Ron Paul, Republican from Texas. He, he introduced a similar piece of legislation, right? Um, but, wow, I think it's interesting to see that there's a push among Republicans and Democrats, but you hear crickets and a big majority of those that are on the Hill. What do you think? So you're on a fixed income, you're struggling financially, you're being double taxed because of income tax on your Social Security benefits? Doesn't seem right to me. Hmm. Let me know what you think. Send me your answers. Kate at KateDelaneyRadio.com. We do have a mailbag. We won't talk about that this time around. But let me know what you think. Meet you on the flip side. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. You too can order or get info about the original pure Pau Diarco super tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Diarco and drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea. Order now at www 
www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. It, especially since I'm in the great state of Florida now. But before we go there, let's uh, go to David, who's listening in San Francisco. Boy, it's been a long time since I've been in San Francisco. Hey, David, how are you? Hi, uh, Kate. Yeah, it's uh, chilly San Francisco. We might actually get down to freezing tonight. Wow. Uh, hey, we got we got to ask you a question. So d- down to freezing, you saw some snowflakes, right? They saw it in Southern California, but I heard up in San Francisco and in, in some areas around San Francisco, there was definite snow. Um, you know, I didn't see it personally, but I understand the tourists are up there in groves and that yeah. they're, um, <laughs> they're going to be selfies with snow for years to come. <laughs> I believe it. But you don't want to talk about selfies and snow. You want to talk about COVID. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've I've got no proof of this, but I have suspected from the very beginning that it uh, originated from pollution. And you just remember, for the couple of years before uh, COVID started, there were all of the news reports out of China about the horrible pollution that oh, people yeah. couldn't even leave their houses. That it was just you know building up, and you know it was driving everybody crazy. And you think of uh, Wuhan, China, that's uh, not only a a famous manufacturing area, it's kind of considered the Chicago of of, uh, China, but it's also got mass transit from every direction. They've got uh, spokes of their uh, high-speed rail out of there. So, and much less the uh, the airport traffic and other, other conveyances. And so the idea that one of the most polluted cities in the world would have uh, just what are the odds that the uh, disease emerged from pollution and then got spread by all of the the high-speed opportunities and the idea that it's gotten down to the South Pole and South Africa and, you know, way up into the northern climes and every direction of the world uh, because of manufacturing uh, and transportation, that it uh, it emerged from pollution. And I personally think that Donald Trump, when he pulled the World Health Organization and the CDC out, I think that was in uh, March of 2020, um, almost the moment that it started to uh, be seen in America, he pulled our eyes and ears out of China. And then he went out of his way to do all of his racist rhetoric, uh, exacerbating the situation. And I think it was all because they wanted to do a cover-up of who was the polluter that created it. Mm. Uh, No insurance company would want to deal with a company that had created a pandemic for the entire world. And uh, so I, I still suspect that that's the origins of it and that, 
some corporate uh, polluter has has created a disease and they want to get away with it. Wow, that's you know what? That it is an interesting theory, David. Thanks for the call. Be safe up there in San Francisco. Um it sounds almost like what David's saying. It sounds almost like a movie script. When we talk about COVID and we talk about the origins of COVID, all of it seems unreal to me. And David isn't the first person to suggest that to me about the pollution that pollution could have caused maybe some other things that we're, we're seeing. I personally think it is those two theories, that it's one or the other, because it's very plausible. That's happened before where disease has been passed on from an animal. We know this from other pandemics to humans. And then the idea that there could be the leak in the lab, I don't think that, I never thought that was so far-fetched at, at all, that I could see that possibility. It's, again, that plays out in Hollywood, too. We certainly have seen that, right? Just watch some of the movies out there. One of them is Contagion, and that would absolutely back up one of the theories that's being talked about with uh, COVID. And he is right. There is no doubt that, I mean, China's a free for, for all. And the the idea that corporations are going to be responsible about any pollution there, period, is absolutely that's not that's not even anything that's talked about in uh, in China. And it's interesting because our relationship with China, which wasn't the best in the first place, now is, of course, as we know, even worse, thanks to the balloon and some other things that have happened, um, how that all plays out with with she and our relationship with their leader i think is absolutely something to have eyes on and we we know that so um what i think is i, I still go back to when talking about covid what i think is atrocious is that china hasn't been and i'm not surprised but they haven't been forthcoming about what they know why why weren't they more in the middle of this Instead, you know, bearing they bear the responsibility. So tell us what you know, share the information. And that information absolutely is not a uh, two lane highway. (laughs) Are you kidding? Not at all. All right. So some other things that I mentioned, I want to make sure that I uh, give you sort of the payoff here to things that are going on around the country that are are being talked about it's you know it's always the weather right i say that all the time because it's what we're all in the middle of i mean you're fighting whatever the elements are right it's not just the taxes you're fighting it's not just whatever's happening in your own particular community that you're dealing with it is always it is well i guess that is part of your community you're dealing with whatever the whatever's going on with the weather there have been so many people that have had to move Cars, for example, because in a big city, but even in some small suburbs, that becomes the norm when you suddenly are smashed with a wild winter storm because you're trying to clear the roads. I mean, you know, that becomes the number one piece of the agenda is can you clear these these roads for us? And you look at the how rain and severe wind has pummeled the West and part of uh, the North, too. So you always have these power outages to deal with. You know, you look at Michigan. More than two-thirds of the outages were in Michigan, where you already had an ice storm that damaged trees and utility lines. That's not even all fixed. And now you've got more than 
half of 216 or two thirds of 216,000 homes and businesses in the country. And that a big part of it is in uh, Michigan, in Oklahoma, 10 tornadoes have been reported 12 injuries in Sunday's severe weather bouncing into the beginning of the week. That's part of the cleanup there. Two were in Kansas and Missouri, and there was one in Texas. And it always becomes that shot that you see, the drone shot, I call it now, where you look at a neighborhood and it just looks like any other neighborhood. Like, yeah, you know, there's you look at the row of houses and then the next street. And then you look down the street and you realize, oh, wow. Half of that house is gone. Oh, look, that house is completely flattened. Oh, my gosh. Look at that car. It's right through the front window of the person's house there. And that's exactly what the windstorms have have done. And in Norman, that tornado on Sunday night was at least an EF2. And I know there's people listening to us in, in Oklahoma, all over Oklahoma and Oklahoma City, too. Um, you know, so what do they do? They survey the path and they look at what the damage is and they, you know, try to figure out the wind speed, the path length, the tornado width, all of that, because they do that survey. So they know exactly what's what's happened. And um, even in, with this severe wind and all the potential hail, I've dealt with hail damage in my life a lot with a roof and cars and windows but anyway, this potential hail uh, that was coming into Monday, Sunday into Monday, in anticipation of that, McConnell Air Force Base in Wichita, Kansas, they, they said, yeah, let's relocate the aircraft. Let's do that to protect them so that if they needed to be deployed, they could deploy them. They didn't want them to get pummeled by whatever the elements were going to do and shift and then, you know, you talk about California, and so I asked David that about the snow, and, and certainly there are tourists that are taking those pictures of the, the rare snow that they're seeing in areas you wouldn't normally see them in Southern California or Northern California, but you had blizzard warnings and flood road flooding in California, right? Because at the higher elevation, the snow pushed from the Pacific Northwest down into Cali and into the Rockies on Monday, And then, of course, you had states that had heavy snowfall where 10 inches in Washington state's Cascades, that happened. I spent some time up in that region. I'm not surprised by that. It's like a it's like a giant catcher for for snow. That's for sure. All right. Coming up, we're going Hollywood next because there's some interesting stories to talk about. Uh, Stay with us. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Okay, 25,000. 
during extra eyes. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. A significant U.S. Supreme Court hearing Monday centers on the influence of social media companies on online content. The court is scrutinizing laws supported by Republicans in Texas and Florida, which were enacted amid allegations that platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube exhibit bias against conservative viewpoints. Authorities are reporting that the individual accused in the killing of a University of Georgia student is an illegal immigrant with a prior criminal record. Jose Abaro was apprehended in connection with the homicide of 22-year-old Lakin Riley, whose remains were found last week in a wooded area near the university. A significant weather system is moving across the United States. Snowfall expected in the Mountain West, while the plains face the risk of fires. Additionally, the Midwest may experience thunderstorms. This marks the onset of the first of two storm systems expected to affect the country in the coming week. John Schaefer, USA News. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. Hey y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter, and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Schemes 
snow and tornadoes, part of what we're talking about here in odds and ends. So let's talk first about the weather, which we did at the top of this hour, but it's worth a recap. You know how I talk about the common denominator is the weather, and that's what we talk about. We talk about family, we talk about friends, areas we lived in, or where we've lived our whole lives. Whenever there's a weather event, that's absolutely where it's at. So you got a lot of severe storms that prompted probably nine tornado reports at least in parts of the central part of the U.S. You had massive snow and rain and harsh wind, all that in play on Monday for so many people on the West Coast all the way through to the Great Lakes. And, you know, once again, what do we talk about? You got people that are still in the middle of not having power, which is the scariest thing for so, so many of us, right? What happens when you lose power? What do you do? How do you scramble? Especially when you're in the middle of um, an evening run, whatever that is, meaning it's before you're in bed, it's the refrigerator, it's a zillion other things, and it's when is the power going to be back on? And plus, oh yeah, you're freezing. So 265,000 homes and businesses, no power Monday. Great place to check this out. I always go here, poweroutage.us. So half in Michigan, that's where a lot of that happened. They're, of course, waiting for more ice and snow to hit, which it did on Monday. We also saw outages in Oklahoma, Missouri, Indiana, Texas, and California. It was so crazy, that snow that hit Southern California. And, and you know, you get the wind, you get the hail. Remember, when I lived in Texas, I had two cars that were dented by hail, but I felt fortunate it was just the cars. Even the roof, I had a roof that had to be replaced, covered by insurance, but it had some serious dents in it because we had um, softball-sized hail. So there was a lot of that going on. 114 miles an hour. What if I told you I'm going to put you in a machine, you have to stand there, and I'm going to turn it up to 114 miles per hour on you. Yeah, that was actually recorded in Memphis, Texas. That's pretty much equivalent to a Cat 3 hurricane. That's crazy, crazy, crazy. Imagine the speed, again, of that wind, 114 miles an hour. So be careful out there. It it is, I know, what... (laughs) What is the crazy, crazy curveball that Mother Nature hands us uh, so often? You know, and while that's going on, Boston and New York City getting ready for big snow. It's really been odd because in Philly, too, they've had really a snowless season. So you have all these major storms, and normally you would, you would see that it would hit those cities. But it could be New York's biggest snow of the entire season because there hasn't been any. So they're talking about four to six six inches of snow and ice in New York City that will start, um, it will, is happening and will go through Monday into midday Tuesday. So we'll see how much the final total is. And then Boston is supposed to get up to four inches of snow, which would go through Tuesday night. So you got places that are being declared um parking restriction areas like north of Boston. So you imagine that you got to watch for that because that means they're plowing and you don't want your car to get plowed into. And and so that's what the scoop is there. And we're seeing a lot of this happening in the Northeast through the midweek. All right. That's that for my weather hat. I think I've said this before in the show. One time I did the weather, I filled in for the weather guy because I knew how to use the computer. This happened in Kearney, Nebraska, just to give you an idea of where my weather career went. I just filled in. That's all I was doing, people, just filling in. That's it. This is a scary thing to me as somebody who 
I don't like a lot of sweetener, but let's say I get an iced tea and you know how you get those pink packets or yellow packets or whatever packets. I was just looking at this study that I saw somewhere that I came across and some of the things that I was reading and this sugar replacement called erythritol used to add bulk or sweetened stevia, monk fruit, keto-reduced sugar products. Now it's been linked all of a sudden to blood clotting, stroke, heart attacks, and death. And this is just a study that just was published in the Journal of Nature Medicine, Journal of Nature Medicine, that's what it is. So people with existing risk factors, after you dig a little further through the info for heart disease like diabetes, were twice as likely to experience a heart attack or stroke if they had the high levels of that in their blood. Um, so that's something to think about. You know, it's something to think about anyway as to what things you're putting in and in um, and substituting always. Because when there's a substitution, it doesn't always mean it's the best substitution. So in response to this study, there's a thing called the Calorie Control Council, the CCC. Did you know that? It, it is. It's an industry association. And they say the results of the study are contrary. So they're debunking it. They say it's contrary to decades of scientific research showing reduced calorie sweeteners are actually safe and they say the it's evidenced by global regulatory permissions in their use in foods and beverages in looking at that so so what they're saying is what i just did right you see the headline it shouldn't be extrapolated to the general population because the participants in the intervention were already at risk so that's the that's the thing behind the thing it's kind of like you see these PSA in a different way, but you see these PSA spots, right? These public service announcements about COVID. And if you have asthma, if you already have a condition, it's different when you get COVID, right? When you test for COVID. So again, two very different things, but saying that if you already had a risk for diabetes, or if you, I mean, if you have diabetes, you know, if you, you've had heart problems, that's it. But, but I still, I do think it's something to always watch in, in any foods is to keep an eye on labels and to know what it is you're ingesting anyway. And this is coming from somebody who was never looking at labels, Ever. I mean, I've just really started to pay uh, more attention to that because of some of the things that I think are good for me that are substitutes for what is just absolutely terrible for me. And it turns out that's not really true. It's kind of like, like here's an example, looking at cereals, right? And uh, cereals, some of them are so high in pure sugar. We got to look at the grams on the back of it. And some of them are cereals that proclaim they're super healthy for you and they say it in fact on the front of of the box and and it's it's they're brands that a lot of us eat thinking well this is good for us right you know so really kind of look at some of those simple things at least so in any study you just don't take it at face value so i agree with them it depends on what condition you're in, and it is again something to to look at to to make sure that you don't exacerbate a situation, maybe even a situation that you don't know that you have. All right, this to me is really crazy. You're going to start to see Ron DeSantis's name pop up a lot more, I think. And he's the governor of Florida, of course, he's got a book out, and he's expected to announce that he's going to run for president on the Republican side. So he's been having this back and forth with 
Walt Disney World for a while now, and now it's official. So he was at the doorstep of Walt Disney World. He signed a bill on Monday that gives him new power over Disney, pretty much punishing the giant for speaking out against his agenda. But in all seriousness, this new law is the state taking over what's called the Reedy Creek Improvement District. So what does that mean to you? The government body that has given Disney the unique powers in Central Florida for more than half a century, it allows now the governor to replace the district's existing board, mostly people with ties to Disney, with a five-member board that he handpicks because they were just they were able to do whatever they wanted to do at Reedy Creek. So now. It's DeSantis said it. He said, today the corporate kingdom finally comes to an end. There's a new sheriff in town, and accountability will be the order of the day. So, wow. So the new board meets next week, and and DeSantis said, buckle up. You know, after the bill passed the state legislature early this month, the president of Walt Disney World Resort said the company was ready to work with the new framework and that they would continue to innovate, inspire, and all of that and bring joy to the people who come, the guests who come to Florida and, and Walt Disney World. And this comes about a year after the company spoke out against a Florida bill, which DeSantis later signed into law to restrict certain classroom instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity. And in March of last year, as outrage against the legislation happened, Disney released a statement. This is when it started, vowing to help get the law repealed or struck down by the courts, and then that was it. Then DeSantis responded by calling on lawmakers to strip Disney of the special governing power, which they did last year. Because here's the thing. They had this agreement which allowed the company to build their sprawling Orlando area theme parks into an international tourist destination. And they, the contracts, all of that, they had it all. So they, there wasn't any, you know, there wasn't any real oversight, I guess. Uh, other than what they already had in in place. So this is going to be an interesting, I think this is going to be interesting to watch how this new board is with Disney. And if you could be a fly on the wall, wouldn't it be interesting to, to hear what they're saying behind the scenes? Because, again, being able to kind of do what they wanted to do, not kind of, being able to do what they wanted to do and not having a lot of red tape, now that that is probably going to be a lot different for them having this different board to ultimately deal with. All right, then finally this, TD Bank reached a $1.2 billion settlement in a Ponzi scheme lawsuit. How about that? They're going to pay uh, for their involvement in that infamous $7 billion Ponzi scheme orchestrated by disgraced financier Alan Stanford about a decade ago. This is big because this went on and on and on. He was sentenced to 110 years in prison age. 2012 after being found guilty on 13 counts of fraud. All right, uh, that's it for Odds and Ends. Ever 
feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA, insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G them.com. There's a lot of college uh, hoop to talk about. This is when people suddenly zone in on, oh, yeah, I got to fill out those uh, those brackets, don't I? So maybe, maybe the ratings spike a little bit more. I mean, you have your normal fans of, of the game and certainly alum from certain 
so, some of the teams, you know, Michigan State or Penn State or wherever somebody went, could even be some, some small school somewhere because there's a lot of schools that get into the tournament ultimately. But it's kind of fun to watch things heat up as you get closer. All right, I'm going to go to football first. Not surprised by this, Carson Wentz, who once was the hero for the Philadelphia Eagles on the run that they made when they won their only Super Bowl, although he wasn't the quarterback that engineered it in the end. It was Nick Foles because he was hurt, but he had some tremendous seasons with them before he ultimately was booted from Philly. The Commanders released Wentz in a move that I think was pretty expected. They saved like $26 million plus on the salary cap. That's part of the deal. He had two years on his contract, no guaranteed money. So it's releasing time for a lot of different, I think for a lot of different players. Wentz is that journeyman. He became that. You know, he was with the... Um, uh, the Eagles, and you think about that journey, and then you think about the the Colts. I mean, Frank Reich, his former coach with the Colts, and his offensive coordinator when he was with the Eagles is now the head coach of the Panthers. Maybe the Panthers reach out to Carson Wentz. It is possible. I mean, he's had these injury things that have definitely hampered him. He broke his right ring finger in week six in a win over the Bears, and that sidelined him for eight games. I mean, this is a guy who was the number two pick in the 2016 draft, and then in 2021, he lost his starting job to Jalen Hurts in Philly, and of course, Hurts went on to play in the Super Bowl just this past season, just a handful of weeks ago, and lose narrowly to the Kansas City uh, Chiefs. That's the game of football. Injuries absolutely also play such a big, 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 big part in in um, in in what happens. All right, um, this is interesting too. You know, one of when you're a young quarterback or a young player, one of the places to show your stuff is the combine. So, quarterbacks C.J. Stroud. Anthony Richardson, we're going to throw at the Scott, uh, scouting combine on um, Saturday, right? But Bryce Young is waiting for the pro day because these colleges have pro days. So Alabama's pro day is on March 23rd. And so he's going to go to the combine because a lot of people talk about Bryce Young. He's going to go to the combine. They do the medicals and the measurements and, you know, all of that. Do the testing, do the drills. But he's not he's not going to go all the way um, through, you know, with the throwing, etc. Because there's a handful of quarterbacks that should be selected in the first round, probably of the 2023 draft. And, I mean, that's not a surprise because quarterbacks are the glue, right? They're at a premium. Although so often in past drafts, if you went back a couple of decades even, maybe even not that long, you would see, yes, there were quarterbacks that were taken, but some of them were taken in later rounds. It depends on the need, and it seems like the need is that much greater, I think, right now. Um, Basketball, college basketball. So Baylor, with sporting their 22 and eight record, beat Oklahoma State 74 to 68. It's uh, Baylor's always a team to watch, but this is a, another good run for them. They got a great player named Dale Bonner, 
and he talk about wingspans and measurements. He's he really has the reach. So Baylor's seven in the country, and there's certainly when you look at what's going to happen in March Madness, there's certainly going to be a team uh, to watch, see how far they can go, how far they go, and then where they're ultimately seated. North Carolina always part of the conversation, no matter what. Beat Florida State seventy-seven to sixty-six. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then West Virginia beat Iowa State 72-69. to You know, it comes down to who's going to win the conference tournaments. That also plays into some of that drama building up to March madness and all of that starting. I mean, here we are. We're in March. Yeah, we're almost in March. Shocking, isn't it? But we are almost uh, into, uh, into the season that is college hoop. So you have... The Ohio Valley Conference Tournament. You've got um, the other leagues, the Ivy League, the Atlantic 10, the SEC, the American, the Big 10. You get the automatic, you know, who gets the automatic bid in each conference? Is it whoever ends up claiming the regular season or a team with an upset? Because that can also help you, and we've seen that. It's all about punching your ticket to the tournament, right? And then it becomes about the bracket, and the venues and where they're playing and who they're going to play. And I think it's the best time for college hoops. I do. And it does get the, you know, when before when it was like, oh, well, we can't talk about gambling. And now that it's a free for all and okay. Yeah. There's sports gambling all over the place. The the whole idea of the brackets where you're plunking down, you know, your, your great aunt was plunking down a couple of dollars to be in the pool that was trying to get bigger in the uh, department that you work for, for whatever company, it's so, so big. And, and everyone's trying to get just a little, a little inside baseball or, or hoop, a little inside hoop, a little information on what that team's doing. So when we get closer to March Madness, we will have some of that uh, for you. And we get down to um, the, the 16, It'll be very sweet because on this show we'll do we'll do sort of a version of nail the score with the with the what I call the sweet the sweet sixteen and so do other people too by the way all right what about the pro stuff so college is the feeder lane for for some really good college hoopsters so what's happening in the uh, the pros you know the Heat has a a, a decent team. This year, and we're coming out of that All Star break a couple of weeks ago. So now the heat is on, so to speak, as to who's doing well down the stretch. And Miami beat the 76ers in might, what might have been the game of a Monday, 101 to 99. It was um, it was like a circus shot for Jimmy Butler, who had a, kind of a spin move. And then somehow nailed the shot that uh, that the Heat needed to to win that. And of course, no surprise, Butler twenty three points, eleven boards, and nine assists. Joel Embiid, who is the center for Philly and their superstar, twenty seven points, twelve boards in the uh, the loss. A team to of course look at in the East is the Celts, but they were beaten by the Knicks one oh nine to ninety four, and. Um, this is this is the team. I think this is the team to watch. Though. This is a really good Celts team. And then you look at the teams that are, yeah, 
the dregs, like the Pistons. The Pistons, who years ago were the years ago were the nemesis of the Lakers. They're um, a shadow of the, their former selves. So the Hornets beat them one seventeen to one oh six. The final in that one, and the Pistons for them really it's about unless they get on some kind of a you know some kind of a hot run. I mean you know who knows, but very 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 doubtful. The uh, the bummer part for the Hornets is. What happened with Lamella Ball, who made six three pointers before he broke his right ankle in the third quarter? So the Hornets did beat the Pistons, but that's a bad blow to them to to see what happened with him. And you know, he's talking about Detroit and how far back they are. If you were just to look at the central standings in the NBA, the Bucks, of course, are on top, and Cleveland six behind them. Detroit, 29 games out of it. Ooh, 29 games. That's a lot of ground to make up, just even uh, in the central. The music means it's time to exit, so we're getting off this floor. Thanks so much to all of you for listening to the first hour of this one. And a tip of the cap for our technical director of this one. And that would be Nathan Reeder. Make it count, everybody. What? The man needs someone by his side. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com.